0: If you enjoy listening to Voices in Cloud, check out David Linthicum's reports on GigaOM.com. They're about data complexity and cloud solutions, addressing many of the topics covered in this podcast series. Hey guys, welcome to the GigaOhm Voices in the Cloud podcast. This is the one place you will hear from industry thought leaders providing no-nonsense advice on how to succeed with cloud computing. IoT edge computing and cognitive computing. I'm Dave Linthicum, best-selling author, speaker, executive, and B-List geek. And joining me today is my special guest, Ian Moise. And Ian's been the cloud sector in the cloud sector as a sales leader for approaching 13 years. Has worked at a number of cloud firms as well as serving on uh, as a non-exec. I, I really see that in bios on several industry bodies and and uh, and private cloud firms His guest blog and social influences for Oracle, SAP sage amongst others and you know kind of the, the the story about you Ian. i'll let you talk in a second uh we were speaking together at a conference and, and it was funny Is like everybody was was clamoring for you i, I always felt like I, I felt left out no one really cared about how i was talking <laughs> about. when you were speaking everybody was standing room only everybody was uh was not on their phones or listening to you and this is a conference that we we spoke together at london oh. i believe so i'm a yeah. bit jealous of you so catch us up what, what's Ian been doing in the last few years
1: yeah well i, I- Please, you saw that, and 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 I like to think that the, the the reason that I get that is purely because I I tell it how it is, and and often I'm in panels and meetings where I'm the one who sticks the hand up with that awkward comment, and, I'm, and there's something we might talk about as we as we go through, I guess, on the updates, what's happening in the industry, and uh, then suddenly everyone jumps on the bandwagon. Yeah, I agree, and and yeah, that we have that as well. But I'm I'm usually the one that raises the elephant in the room and speaks it rather than holding back. Um, So I guess I've got thick skin and not caring what the reaction may be.
0: I'm sorry to speak over you, but do you ever get in trouble when you do that?
1: No, my view is people either disagree with you um, and, and say their view, but you've got an opinion, right? And you've got an experience. And so I speak from the heart of, I do a lot of engagement with customers at all different levels, enterprise, et cetera. And I hear the reality... So I just tell it how it is. I'm seeing this. And if other people aren't, great, I'll learn from it. Maybe there's something different we're doing that's or I'm finding. Or everyone jumps in and says, no, we're seeing that as well, but no one was saying it. So I you know, there's 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 that always that elephant in the room that unless you're the first person that says it, no one mentions the Emperor's New Clothes thing. No one's willing to say it. So I've always been the one that, Do you know what, I'll stick my hand up, throw something out and and, and see where we go with it. Um, so maybe that's why there was people coming up, because I, I tend to put that I- out there and not be so concerned about, do people agree with me? I'm going to give you my opinion. I'm going to give you my context of what I'm seeing. And I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that's the, the background. It, it's the reality I'm seeing. Let's see what, what reaction we get.
0: You know, that may be a difference between the UK and the US, because lately in the last 10 years, people have been getting in trouble for their opinions. Um you know, I'm a pundit in the industry just like you and you know, I provide kind of, you know, off the cuff, um, you know, in your face as it as it is, kind of opinions and yeah, you know, my info world blogs and even on the podcast. And mm. and it does it does get me in trouble sometimes. People, you know, request that I be fired or drawn in quarter <laughs> or stuff like that because <laughs> I've actually said some truths, you know, such as a big cloud provider is not uh, doing their job or outages were caused by this or yeah, you know, things that end up that are definitely the truth and I stand behind them, but Man, everybody reacts almost in a visceral way, at least in the United States. Is but same- that's
1: the one that's the wonders of social, right? It, everyone's got an opinion and everyone joins in and gives their opinion back. So, you know, you get flames and trolled and all this stuff. But I think you just gotta have thick skin. Is you like you just said, we're saying it how it is. We're not having a pop at any. There's no particular agenda apart from this is what we're seeing. And and that's part of the mix. And if it if it stimulates conversation, it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, it is a good thing. And I think that uh, we should probably uh, check our egos and uh, and lower our give a damn levels because I think lots of people have very good opinions. You may not agree with them, and may even make you mad. But I think that's the, you know the the ability to have the debate and the ability to communicate things is really the only way you can learn. If you're going yeah. on the status quo and you're trying to be know overly uh technically correct or politically correct uh, you know whatever it is and and certainly technology there's a there's a pc version of that uh we're really not going to learn anything so i looked at a linkedin art (coughs) excuse me i looked at a linkedin article you wrote uh how do you get a salesforce 360 view of mobile cell phone activities and and this is something i think that um you know, a lot of people are looking into right now. Everybody's using Salesforce. Salesforce is in the cloud. It's probably the yeah. SaaS provider. You know, it's just hugely popular. It, kind of tell us about this article and what conclusions you came to.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I wrote it really because I, I, that's the world I work in, right? The, 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 to put the caveat in Natterbox, uh, who, who I run the sales for, we have put our telephony fully in Salesforce and that, that that's how uh, you're you, unique out there and the value. And a question that keeps coming up, in fact, it came up at a a large, large um, corporate we were meeting with just over a week ago. And it comes up as, it sounds like an easy question of how do I handle the mobile stuff? Because firstly is how do you get normal telephony data in Salesforce? Salesforce, as you say, is becoming a core piece. And it's the data that's important, right? Without the data in Salesforce, Salesforce has no value. It's just an application. So it's always about the data and then how it handles the data, and what it lets you do with it and the insights you can gain from it. So the more business data you've got in there that correlates, the more insight you can get, the more you can be effective for customers, whether it be the performance of your own people, being more informed, uh, making better decisions or it's customer experience, whatever it is. So we do the, the phone system in there. So that's your, your core business system. But the question is, what about mobiles? because it seems easy. In today's world, you'd imagine handling mobiles with all the power and all the apps you get on mobiles and the the advancement of them, it'd be easy just to plug them in. And it's not. And it's not nothing to do with cloud or or, 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 all the wondrous stuff we're doing. We're held back. um, And I think we are in a number of cloud areas. You're held back by what's feasible to do easily by legacy technology. And that's really true in, in, in the telephony world. We've sort of fixed that in the way we've, we've delivered the core telephony. Cell is different because you're reliant on the cell phone providers and you can't interject into that data stream. So that's really what the article about, was laying out what we keep hearing from customers is a question which, is a a simple question that has a more complexity to the answer. And in simple terms, I got fed up trying to explain it and then get everyone else to explain it. So I, I run a blog on it so we can point people to it and say, look, here's the definitive that everyone has to live by, the technicalities of cellular technology and where the data works. When you make a call or receive a call, and the limitation that imposes, what can you do to get around that? How can you capture the data around calls the recordings of calls into Salesforce inbound and outbound. And what are the limitations, uh, uh, you know, and, and it affects everyone. It's not us as a particular vendor. It's the cell providers work in a certain technology way. So we've had a lot of input on that, interestingly, from the Salesforce community, and it's only been out there, I guess, just over a week.
0: What was the input? Was
1: well, uh, just a lot, of, a lot of sharing, a lot of comment. And, you know, the, the customer we met with last week, I explained it, sent them that, and it's, that explains it. it. It's simple when you know, and it's simple when it's explained. It's logical as to why there's that barrier. And then here are the two, three, four options of ways to get around it and handle it with the technology we have today. Unless the cell phone providers change how they work, there's no fix to this. So this you, you have to work around the edges. So there is a way of achieving the end result, which is you want to know what's going on with your remote users and increasingly mobile users and increasingly mobile users with bring your own device which makes it even more difficult. Um, But it can be done. You just got to. So thank you for mentioning it. I'd encourage people to go and have a look at that. It's on my LinkedIn profile. It's on the Natabox blog as well Um, because it's the most definitive explanation. I couldn't find anyone else explaining it out there. So uh, we've put it out there.
0: So what are the core best practices that you're saying in the article?
1: So really, it's about you. There are some limitations, but it's if you want to capture the data, you've got to have some app on the phone that people call out from. You can't do it from your native mobile phone. Um, and on the inbound, the clever trick is you need to get a different mobile number for users, a masked number, so to speak, a false mobile number, um, and to redirect that to their true mobile number. Because as soon as you give their mobile number out and someone calls it, you can't capture the inbound data because the call is going to be routed via the cell network directly to the SIM card, and how are you going to capture that data? And there's no apps going to grab it on the phone. It's going to ring their native phone. iOS makes it totally impossible because obviously it's locked. So you can direct it to the mobile natively, but you need to route it via whatever telephony platform you're using. So the, the, the trick is to use a false or a pretend mobile number in a way. You put that on the business card, put that on the signature, and then route it through that, which means it gets forced through your cloud provider to capture the data into Salesforce and then gets given to the user. So to the customer and to the user, it looks no different, but you've got to trick it to get, you've got to get get interjected into that channel to be able to capture the data. What data are we capturing? So it is it, the telephony data, who's called, who they called. So, you know, in, it, what you want to get is this customer called my sales rep and spent 22 minutes on the phone. You don't want the rep having to really manually enter that, because they probably won't. If you've got that, you can then start doing in you know exception reports such as how many calls did this rep have this week where no notes were made. Because you know the call took place now. And you know if it was a meaningful call. Was it 30 seconds? In which case you can probably accept nothing was logged. If it's 20 minutes, nothing was logged against it. And if you want to, you can capture the call recording. And what we're about to do is transcribe that. So you could then say actually automatically that call is ca- captured the details that, that it happened. We've recorded it um, and that's down to your policy and your legalities and all the rest of it. And we've also uh, transcribed it.
0: Yeah, that would help me a lot because you know I do have conversations with clients that, you know, I've had a week ago because I, you know, talked to hundreds of people, you know, over a very short period of time and you just lose context after a while. And, and, yeah, uh, you know, I used to kind of, um, Oh, I was very impressed with myself, my ability to kind of keep things, you know, keep track of things in the order of what I've, what I've communicated. Mm-hmm. But now I've kind of reached a tipping point where I have so many conversations and so many emails and so many text conversations yep. that I kind of forget the context of it. And it you lose credibility if you start bringing up the same thing over and over again, or you make a call that you've already made and the ability yep. to kind of have something pop up to tell you, hey, dummy, uh, you already had this conversation because we've helped <laughs> yep. through your... You know, transcribed uh, of your system, and you, we found these this, these past patterns, and have that pop up. You know, I so think you, oh, you know, I know we had this conversation a week ago. However, I'm iterating, them. of course, I'm covering for myself. Yeah, these are tools that kind of lead to you know actually getting the impressive environment and leading to a professional sales. Is that what you're going for?
1: Yeah, and and, and you know what what we're looking at is a couple of things. One is reducing the effort on your staff, it might be sales, might be service people doing support, but reducing the manual effort. CRMs, the the big challenge generically, and I worked in that market, as I think you know, for a number of years, is it's not the wondrous of the technology or the platform, it's the human element. Um, The more we can reduce the human element of having to manually enter data or prompt them where data should have been entered and hasn't, the better, because... Who wants to do admin work, which is what it is right at the end of the day, particularly the salespeople, particularly as they're increasingly mobile on mobile phones. So it's great saying where you could enter on the keyboard on the phone. Yeah, really? The more we can capture data without having the user have to key it, the better. So what we've done is a number of things where we capture that anything to do with telephony, we capture the data natively. Secondly, we've reduced the number of clicks it takes where you are putting stuff in. So we've done some neat interfaces and we're improving that as we come through this year. We've got some interesting announcements we'll make. And then the third one is, um, can we do some transcription, do automation of that piece? And the CRM vendors are also working on some of this stuff, as we know, outside the telephony space to how can they automate some of the data capture? Because it's hard, right? If the user doesn't put the data in, it didn't happen.
0: Yeah, and I don't see too many salespeople, you know, keeping up with data. You know, they keep the yeah. calendars, and they, they certainly have notes. <clears throat> Excuse me, but as far as the central repository where the information is going to exist, it doesn't exist. So, what other best practices around Salesforce besides uh, leveraging mobile uh, computing in an effective way are kind of emerging these days?
1: Well, you know, uh, what we're seeing is a trend of like we are—we're an app in the App Exchange of enhancing um, the platform. I, th- I think we're still. With any CRM, still in the age of it's not just about the technology, it's about the business process around it um, and the support downwardly and understanding of leadership. Um, You know, I spend a lot of my time in the Salesforce platform looking at how do I produce reports and or dashboards that will empower my team to find those exceptions So that, you know, I can't hold them accountable if I don't give them the tools to do so. It's great saying you've got a CRM, but saying we haven't filled this in or you didn't do this or your intelligence on these opportunities isn't as good as it should be. It's the data is not in the system. And then they go and fill it in post, you know, post your, your comment. What I'm trying to do is spend time. How do I give them better visibility of where they should be focused? by using reports and dashboards and third-party tools more effectively so they can see what's going on. And I think that that's the tr- true of any of the platforms out there, these automation platforms that give you an underlying data repository. It, it's not the tech... They can enhance that as much as they like, but if the human doesn't take part and you don't empower them to do it as quickly and easily as they can, yes, you're, you're always going to have this uphill battle. And, and we're still facing that today with crm type technologies as we were five seven eight years ago it's got a bit better because we're all getting better at using other tools to improve the process flow but it's never easy right it's still effort
0: so you're a unique animal you you kind of focus on you're a technologist you're a social media expert and a sales automation expert is that a good way to describe your career
1: uh so experts are always a dangerous word right implies you know everything and uh yeah so so i a practitioner who works hard at it, I guess, um, but I'm still learning on all of it, right? I'm still looking for best practice, um, particularly on, on social, which is changing every day, and social selling and all those sides. I'm always looking for the angle of what, what's someone else doing? What have I missed? What can I be doing better? And I still attend a lot of uh, events, and I'm a member of you know lots of professional bodies for sales of where can I get those marginal gains? I like to think there's not going to be a big golden – Key moment where there is something, I have an epiphany of there is this major thing I've missed over all my years, but there is always marginal gains you can get in all these areas. of what are the little things someone else has done that can give you that one percent better at, better at outcome?
0: What's a good example of that recently?
1: Oh crikey, that's, that's a that's a good one. Well, um, well, I, I guess on on the social side is I, I, I've had some engagement like this recently with. Um, some experts in, in social media and social selling where we've done this or, or, or that we've had a conversation about doing some things together. And they've given me some tips on my social profiles and some things I didn't realize you can do in terms of how you can profile and search different ways using the engines. So if no one's told you, unless you find it by accident, you're not going to know. So I've, I've had some good insight with that where I, I did some calls and made copious notes of lots of little things that I just missed. But because no one had ever told me you can do it that way. Um, And I think that's the thing I challenged people to do in Anything I speak of and when I speak at events is even if you walk away from anything I say and you've picked up two small nuggets that mean you you can do two little things better. But 90 percent of what I said, you already knew. Well, the two nuggets are worth it. Right. Because that's the bits you need. But you've got to go through the rest of it to find out which bits you didn't know.
0: Yeah, I think that's good advice. And so what advice would you have to, you know, enterprises that are shifting over to Salesforce right now from, say, a traditional CRM system, maybe the the one you used to work with? Um, and then, you know, what are some of the things that they can do to integrate those, that Salesforce implementation into social media?
1: Sure. Well, I, I guess the, the obvious one, if they haven't already figured it out, is it's a journey. Um, it isn't buy a tool, uh, go through a short implementation to scratch an itch and you're done. You know the the first thing is is where can you get those initial gains? What what, what are the wins? The early wins. And we do that with our system at Natabox. when we when we sell the telephony to Salesforce. don't bore the ocean. You know what what are the key things you need to achieve out of the gate? And let's identify a few early wins that make you better than you were, rather than replace what you've got and get get you the gains. And then let's map out. Okay, what are the other Things you could do because there might be 10 or 20 things because of the function we've got the same as salesforce that wow didn't realize we could do that but don't try and boil the ocean and do it all in your initial phase break it out phase one is get over from whatever you were on before and make some gains make some early wins that can immediately get your users um, positive with the platform but then have mapped out What's the next bit you're going to bite off? We've got that done. The users are happy. They're, they're getting benefit. Now move on to the next bit and treat it as that journey, the phased journey. You know, it's like doing a long, a long drive, I guess. If you've got a seven-hour journey ahead, I always try and break it down in, in my head. You know, we're going to stop at that point. Three hours in, we're going to stop here. The first bit is I just focus on the three-hour journey. Don't start, as you set out thinking about the seven-hour journey because it just feels too long. Break it into small and manageable chunks. And that works well on projects um, in, in getting along. Otherwise, it just becomes too. And I think that's true of cloud. People have this, we're going to go cloud. And whichever platform you've chosen, public, private, or whichever vendor of, we're going to do it all. And I always say to people, whiteboard, what, it, what you would do today for your business if you were starting from scratch. Great. That's the panacea now which are the easiest ones to to bite off is it migrating your you know your your outlook and all that stuff into the cloud with office 365 then do that get some early wins don't go we're going to do all of it in 3 months because you will have problems uh, unexpected problems with anything nature of the beast right whether it be integrations with other products you've got you didn't foresee whether it be user adoption etc so just just don't bore the ocean, build manageable chunks, make sure you're gonna get wins at each stage that impact user adoption, that that get the user. So you don't leave the user positive stuff till right at the end, so they don't see, they just see you've changed platform, but they don't see anything out of it. So it's all pretty fundamental, but a lot of people I see miss this and they just start the journey without thinking it through.
0: Yeah, I think that's a common mistake. So <clears throat> get in your time machine, you go forward uh, five years. Mm. Uh, what sales automation technology we're going to be talking about? What's going to be hot and what's going to be most productive?
1: I think the big shift we're seeing now, being talked about and starting to ebb its way in, is AI. You know what can we what can be done to be predictive? Can we predict the time to phone a customer? Can you predict? You know, perfect world for me as a sales leader, looking on the other side, wouldn't it be great if you knew going in, Dave, that you know, here's a hundred opportunities across the sales team, knowing which ones aren't going to win would be the perfect world, right? Which ones have got a propensity to be the high risk based on the data patterns you've seen previously, um, and then focusing in on those, which we did, everyone tries to do today, but how much science is in it really? Uh, but do you really want to go through a tendering process and eat how much resource across the business, if there was a 3% chance of winning it, you know, a lot of time is spent in sales. You can't win them all. The perfect world would be only bidding and going after the ones you would win. So, when are we going to Sorry. I was going well, to say whether we ever get to that perfection, but the more insight you can get, the more big data and AI analysis that you can trust that guide you to behaviors to where you truly spend time and gives you warning i guess there always has to be a human element for me you know my gut as a a sales leader having done this a long time is would i totally go black and white on a machine telling me do it or don't do it but but more red amber green flags to point me where actually i need to spend more attention here because the data's picked up on patterns that I wouldn't have picked up on based on, I don't know, the last three years. There's a number of metrics here that based on previous experience say this is going to be a loss. And these are why we think so. Now go and make a human decision on it would be helpful, right? Um, So I think we're going to see more AI in this and and more automation of data sucking into systems through transcription and through other things. And, you know, wouldn't it be nice if technology could tell us this customer um, needs management attention because there's something not going right here because the phone calls we've had and the data and the email tone, the tonality of all the data we're seeing says someone should take a look at this rather than wait for a salesperson to flag it, which they might not, you know, they, they might not even realize there's something wrong. So I really think we're going to see more big data and AI in, in these tools making more empowerment of um, sales skills.
0: Well, I'm going to need it because, uh, man, I, I'm, uh, I'm a good technologist, but not a very good salesperson. I find that you have to do both. Anyway, please pick up a copy of my book, Cloud Computing and Soul Convergence, available on Amazon and other places book our solo. Also, please to follow me on Twitter, as Ian can tell you, at David Linthicum, L-I-N-T-H-I-C-U-M, as well as LinkedIn, where I have several cloud computing courses. So, Ian, here we go. Where can we find you on the web? What are your social media handles?
1: Sure. So I guess I'll, I'll give a little trick away here. So you can find me on LinkedIn at ianmoise.co.uk and you can find me on Twitter at ianmoise.cloud. So shortcuts that are nice and memorable and they'll take you straight to my relevant profiles.
0: Yeah, I urge you guys to follow Ian because he's uh, you know not only a technologist but an expert in social media and and really the ability to kind of take your company to the next level and your enterprise to the next level, um, you know, engage him. I'll tell you what, everybody uh, everybody listens to Ian and I understand why. He's uh, he's a great resource in uh, his his field of expertise. If you enjoyed this episode Voices in the Cloud, please check up the other ones, Removing Hybrid Cloud and Multi-Cloud Complexity as a focus of the report that I wrote for Gigum Research, check that out. If you're interested in finding out more about IT, taking IT to the next level, download the single report, subscribe to Gigom Research, future-forward advice on data-driven technology operations and business strategies. So until next time, best of luck building your cloud computing projects. You guys take good care, thanks. If you enjoyed this episode of Voices in Cloud, please check out the other ones. Removing hybrid and multi-cloud complexity is the focus of a report that David wrote for GigaOm Research. To find out more about taking IT to the next level, download the single report or subscribe to GigaOm Research for future forward advice on data-driven technologies, operations, and business strategies.